Welcome to Biblical Christian Worldview's Selective Article Podcast. So let's get started. Today's podcast is entitled The Apostles' Creed versus the Bible. Over the last few months, I've received a few comments related to the importance of the Apostles' Creed as a foundation for our biblical Christian worldview. Some readers went so far as to say that they do not stray too far, quote-unquote, from the Apostles' Creed in establishing their systematic theology. Below, I would like to weigh in on that approach to our faith. So, what is the Apostles' Creed? Let me read it if I could. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, the Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived of the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty, whence he shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. So, brief history of the Apostles' Creed. The implication is that the Apostles' Creed was written by the Apostles. However, it was actually written more than 150 years after their death. The first mention of the words Apostles' Creed was in AD 390, when it was incorrectly assumed that each of the apostles contributed a section of its initial content. It was not until the 5th century that it was finalized in its present form. So the question, is the Apostles' Creed theologically correct? In my view, the Apostles' Creed is theologically sound. However, it's not without its controversies. First, there is a reference to the, quote, Holy Catholic Church, unquote. In this case, the word Catholic means universal and not Roman Catholic. Second, the creed states that Jesus, quote, descended into hell, unquote, between the time of his death and resurrection. Some believe that beyond the torture Jesus endured prior to his death on the cross, Christ continued to be punished for our sins by spending time in hell. Others believe that Jesus went to hell in order to communicate with the lost souls there. However, most likely, Jesus went from his death on the cross to Hades, or Sheol, which is a temporary place that holds both blessing and judgment, references to Luke sixteen nineteen through 31 Hell is the lake of fire, or the final place for those who do not enter heaven. I see both these points as more of an interpretive challenge rather than a theological misstep. To summarize, I agree with everything in the Apostles' Creed. However, it was written as a compilation of what man saw as the primary tenets of our biblical Christian faith. This creates two issues when limiting our theology in this way. First, God did not write the Apostles' Creed as he did the original autographs of the Bible, written by God and penned by man. Once we start placing something equal to or above the Bible, we risk diluting the primary source of our knowledge of who God is and what he expects of us. Further, the words, quote, Holy Catholic Church, unquote, within the Apostles' Creed would confuse many Protestants and perhaps Catholics weaken their theology into considering it applies only to the Roman Catholic faithful. Second, 
The Apostles' Creed represents only a tiny portion of what is contained in God's Word. To focus too much on those 110 words is to miss much of the theology and practices of the Bible's 750,000 words. With controversies surrounding topics like complementarianism, abortion, sexual preferences, to name a few, a narrowed systematic theology based on a short creed is tempting, yet not what God intends. God calls us to read his love letter to mankind. Commentaries, YouTube videos, Christian books, and social media posts like this one on a podcast are no substitute for the inerrant source, the Bible. 2 Timothy 3.16 and follows, All scripture is God-breathed and useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. And finally, Hebrews 12, I'm sorry, 4.12. For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. God bless you as you serve him today. Today's podcast article was brought to you by bcworldview.org, providing honest reporting and analysis on the intersection of contemporary issues and theology based on a biblical Christian worldview. May God bless you as you continue to walk through this life with our Savior and Lord.